You're listening to the GetShitDone.com podcast with Kelman Knudsen and Carrie Sullivan. All right, welcome to the GetShitDone.com podcast. Here today with Telman Knudsen, as always, myself, Carrie Sullivan. And then we also have Mr. Thompson, who Telman will know. He knows him a lot better than me, so I'm going to let him do the formal introduction here. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Carrie. How's it going? And Kevin Thompson, it's been a while. Uh, guys, I want to introduce you to a very interesting entrepreneur, fantastic guy. And this man knows how to get shit done. When you hear about his his entrepreneurial origin story, you'll understand why. But I, I met Kevin in uh, Joe Polish's Genius Network, 25K group, another wonderful connection, a la Mr. Polish. So hats off to you. We interviewed Joe a few weeks ago for the Get Shit Done podcast. Nice. It's awesome. And Kevin and I have made a fair amount of money together over the years. And uh, he's, he's created some amazing online courses for both beginner and then more recently for seasoned entrepreneurial uh, veterans who are really using his unique brand of psychology and connecting with people in order to allow them to grow their business or dramatically increase their traffic and do so in a really unique and amazing way. Um, that's your whole partnership playbook concept. You may have some other things brewing that I don't even know about, but Kevin, uh, welcome to get shit done. It's absolutely amazing to have you here. And one of the biggest things that we've done a lot of webinars and, and, and more teleseminars together. And one of the things that always inspires me most about you is your, your, your Alaskan fishing boat origin story. And either now or in the near future, if you would be willing to tell that during the, during the interview here today, I think people would really, really dig it. Cool. Sure. Sure. You want to start awesome. there? Or what did you tell me? It's all up to you. Well, you know what? Why don't we start with this? We're, find a way to work it in somewhere. But okay. the, 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 the real question is, you know, Kevin, you, um, you work from home, don't you? I do. You do. do. It looks like a very family-friendly office in the background. I think there's there maybe there are some additions to this. That's the the wall of stuff that all my kids make me. (laughs) Yes, yes, it gets hung here in my home office. So yes, and uh, yeah, I I work from home, and sometimes that's a blessing, and sometimes it's a curse. You know, but (laughs) that's right. What, What are your kids' names? Uh, well, gosh, we got seven of them. So we got Jerry, we got Adam, we got Michaela, we got Caitlin, we got Brock, we got Ellie, and we got Abby. So, all right. Well, you, you got some you shit want, done on that front. You want to have the Kevin Thompson legacy continue? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, it will continue for sure. <laughs> I already has. I got three granddaughters too. So, <laughs> I didn't realize that. Happy yeah. triple yep. granddaddy. All right. Yes. Yes. So. So, so Kevin, you um, you come from a blue collar background. You have seven children. You you now you work from home and you make a lot of money. You're always very happy whenever I bump into you. You seem like a fairly jovial guy most of the time. So, what with, with all that insanity, you have three grandchildren on top of it all. How do you actually get shit done as an entrepreneur? That sounds like an enormous amount of uh, pulls and, 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 and places to be distracted by. 
Yeah. Well, I just work 20 hours a day. That's all. That's all. <laughs> That's all. No. So, you know what? I'll tell you, here's, here's, here's my schedule, Tillman, um, is uh, I, I get up early in the morning. I'm usually up and in my home office by 6 a.m., and I've got from 6 until 7.15 a.m. When 7.15, i got to start waking my kids up and, and getting them ready for school and all, and all that. But from 6 to 7.15, I've got that hour and 15 minutes to just focus on, okay, what's the most important thing? That, what's the most important shit I want to get done today? That's what fits into that hour and 15 minutes. And, uh, and then, uh, so I've got, then I take, uh, from seven fifteen until about 9am to hang out with the kids, get them up, ready for school, all that. Then back into my office by nine. And then I work until four o'clock because that's when I get my kids off the bus. And so, um, but yeah, you know what, that first hour and 15 minutes, Tillman, um, I don't check email. I don't get on Facebook. I don't do any of that stuff. I'm just focused on what is my to-do list. And so I, you know, um, nobody's going to be able to see this, but I just got this little list I make up every day. And you see most oh. of that shit, it's already checked up. <laughs> what, do you, what do you have on that list that, uh, what, what do you have on that list? Same fruit okay, loops. So I, had a, I had a phone appointment that I had at 11 a.m. Pacific. I've got another uh, phone appointment at 1 p.m. Pacific. Uh, we had this with you that like, I didn't know about, but hey, that's cool. It fit in, so we're fitting this in. Uh, I had to pre, I'm actually, you mentioned Joe's 25K. Uh, I'm leaving in the morning for that, and I uh, needed to put the finishing touches on a 10-minute talk I'm doing while I'm there. Did that this morning. That was my number one most important thing. Get that done today. I mean, I already had most of it done, but I wanted to make sure, you know, because you need to be prepared for something like that. Um, Then I also had another big project, a, a webinar project I'm working on that the guy that's helping me, he had this long laundry list of stuff that he needed from me. And, uh, and I was determined to get that to him this morning before I left, so he had everything. So those were the, the big things on my to-do list this morning, which we got done. And, uh, and so then this, the rest of the day was like just filled with some phone calls and stuff and, and appointments. And, uh, and most of my world, tell me, the, where, where the money gets made and where it, it, the connection is in, is in the connections. And so this... What we're doing here is like on, on Skype, on Zoom, on the phone, what have you, connecting with people. Uh, that's that's how I make my money, and so that's and that's the stuff that, like, quite honestly, doesn't even seem like work to me. I just love doing this shit. <laughs> so, that's right. Oh, yeah, right on. So that that seems like something that's one of your strengths. Then doing the connecting is that right? Oh, you know what? It's that is what Dan Sullivan would call my unique ability, my magic, my. It's, that's the shit that I am like good at. And yes, I love doing that. I love connecting people that, especially where it's a game worth winning. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then, so based on that, how have you built your business around that to make sure that you're, you know, operating in that strength and being able to utilize that the best you can in your business? So every day I am having connections. I, I'm making connect. I mean, I, you, you know, you can't just sit here in your office and just, do nothing. You, you, if you're going to be the connector guy, you got to be having conversations with people. And so every day I do that. And every day I make connections. Usually it's via email. I mean, tell me, I've, you've been on the receiving end of some of those, uh, where emails that just said introduction from Kevin Thompson in the subject right. line. And, uh, right. and, uh, and that might happen. Be, mostly it happens via email. It might happen via text message or Facebook message or what have you. But every day, I'm having conversations, and every day I'm connecting people. 
and and that's just part of the deal. I have to do it every single day, so that I, that's because that's just who I am. That's who I am. And so we just make a, a point and a habit. To, not a day goes by. Maybe on weekends I, I take a break, but during the week, no, not a day goes by without me having conversations and figuring out how I can help somebody and making a connection. If not, I mean, usually you know, two, three, maybe four connections a day I'm making for people. So. Right. And then out of those com connections, how many of those are going to drive, you know, income for you? So, uh, you know, like most of the connections I make, there is not a ne ne not necessarily a payoff for me. Yeah. Uh, a small percentage of those connections uh, have a payoff for me. But uh, uh, when they're the right connections, there's some pretty substantial payoff for me. But I, I just being completely candid. Um, I'm not, I don't make the connections for people because of what I stand to gain financially, because I, 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 I made the decision long ago. I didn't want to be a guy who people looked at and said, well, that guy's, right. that guy's coin operating. The reason he makes yeah. connections is because he might make money and, yeah, the, and he's only going to make connections if he can get compensated. The, I get compensated because I make the connections and I make the connections because Telman, I like you, and Carrie, I like you, and I want the best for both of you guys. And I can see this thing that, like, my God, if these two met, big shit could happen, and I just want them to meet. And I just want the best for both of you guys. So that's why I make the connection. And then on the back side of that, I do just have people that say, yeah, Kevin, if you introduce me to people that end up doing business with me, then I'm going to compensate you for that. And, uh, and then, quite honestly, uh, a lot comes out for me because I'm just connecting with people. I mean, I just connected with a guy today that's like, holy shit, Kevin, this stuff you share with me, I want to get this in front of some of my people and stuff. Will you do a presentation for some of my folks? I'm like, absolutely. I'm happy to do that. So I end up benefiting in a lot of that too. So Right on. So, so Kevin, you have a really unique philosophy that you've expressed and taught people how to use in a variety of different situations around connections and, and how to use this kind of concept practically in order to grow their businesses, right? Whether it's, whether you're talking about doing strategic partnerships or whether you're talking about doing joint ventures and you spend an awful lot of your time making connections for people in this way. And, and then you have these courses and these programs that you sell to teach people how to do this in their business. I find this whole process very, very fascinating. So let's say, and I'm kind of playing dumb here because you and I have talked a lot and I've gone through many of your programs and um, I had a chance to listen to many interviews and, and learn from you and ask you direct questions personally. So when let's say we have an internet entrepreneur and let's say the internet entrepreneur is a Maybe they're a weight loss specialist. They help people lose weight some way. Maybe they're a smoothie person. Maybe they're a fitness trainer. Maybe they are into biohacking. I don't know. Some kind of weight loss, something or other. And they have an email list. Um, they, uh, they're, they're making 100% of their income from their email list and their, and their direct response email marketing. And they hear about this amazing, interesting connection philosophy of Kevin Thompson's. How would someone go about using some of these um, connecting abilities that you've developed in their in their real world in order to actually make more money, to become more yeah. prosperous, to come, become more successful, and frankly, to sell more of their stuff? 
right? Yep. What, what's what's yep. your what's your basic mo that you show people how to do? Uh, so the the first thing is just really being able to connect with other people in a powerful way, and and tell them you know as well as I do uh, that that is not by talking about our own shit and how great we are. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares about how great we think our stuff is. You know what? You know who Kevin is also really good friends with is Jesse Elder, who we we've also interviewed for for Get sure. Shit Done. Okay, very cool. That that guy does get shit done. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I love Jesse, man. Um, that uh, you know the the way so so that in the example of the person that you just told me about, I'm just thinking like, holy cow! I mean, like, what? what there's a ton of opportunity for them. So, like, you know, depending on what they're currently doing, to market their business, if they're advertising, if they're, you know, advertising online, what have you, uh, and they're not partnering and collaborating to, to grow their business, uh, they're, they, whatever revenue they're bringing in or whatever ROI, return on investment they get from advertising, when they start partnering and collaborating with like-minded people, uh, they're, they're going to see an exponential increase in whatever ROI they're currently getting from over here. And, and, uh, and then the cool thing is, too, is that when we're talking about partnering and collaborating and reaching out to people, it's, it's not reaching out with your hand up, saying, hey, I got this stuff. I got, I'm, I'm an expert on weight loss, and I got all these products that are just awesome, and I got 100% money back guarantee. And, and like if you promoted my stuff, man, we would make so much money. That is like the total wrong messaging. Um, the way that you reach out to people is by figuring out how you can be of service. And you wanna have a very specific conversation with them. And your goal in that conversation is to find out one of two things, or maybe there's both of them. You wanna find out what is the big opportunity that they are trying to take advantage of in their business. That you know, if, if they could figure out how to do that, that would be really valuable to them. Or what's the big challenge that they're trying to solve in their business right now that if they could figure out how to do that, that would be really valuable. That would be a game changer for them. And now here's the deal. Maybe you, you, you figure out what either one of those things are, or maybe there's maybe they got both. And maybe you're qualified to help with that, and maybe you're not. But maybe you can make an introduction. And like and what I tell people is too is like, you know, here's the thing. If you're having this structured conversation with somebody and you that you find out like, oh my God, look at this, they do have this big opportunity and they just told me that would be worth a million dollars to them over the course of the next year. But my God, I don't know anybody to introduce them to. Anybody who's working with me, I tell them, you know what? It doesn't matter that you don't know. It doesn't matter. You know what you're gonna do? You're gonna tell them, you know what, great. You know, I really appreciate you sharing all this with me. Um, can we set up a time to follow up, maybe like in a week or 10 days from now? Because I wanna give you some thought. I wanna talk with a few key people in my life because you deserve that. And I'm just gonna come back with you and just like share some thoughts and ideas. Is that cool with you? Now we, we, now we schedule that follow up. Meanwhile, we're gonna have a conversation. And you're going to tell me about who you just spoke with and what their deal is and what their big opportunity or what their big challenge is. And you can say, Kevin, you know, who do you know that might fit? Now, tell me, you, knowing me, okay, and somebody in that position comes to me now, why the hell would I not open my Rolodex wide open to that person to let them be the rock star to this other person? That's right. Because that serves everybody. Yep. <laughs> and so now for me, for taking this kind of a role on, and like, I don't give a rip about being, I, if, if I never, so like I, I hook these people up and I never 
get any kind of a kudos or you know like the, the, the end user over there never finds out that I had a role in that at all right, I there's, don't no, there's no middleman contract no no I don't care because I just built a whole bunch of relationship capital on these other ants and yep. that's the relationship capital is so much more freaking valuable than any financial capital you could have that's right and and I want the relationship capital because I'll, I, I can take that and I can transfer that into financial capital yep. so so there you go that's how and if that person you know they start having conversations around this and how they can be of service and even if they can't you know in that conversation they can't figure it out for themselves that's okay because we're just going to have a conversation and we're going to figure out how we can be of service to that person and like I've got a network that is big enough at this point I mean I doubt there's a problem on the face of this earth that we can't solve or an opportunity that we can't take advantage of through our own existing network <laughs> that's right yeah, yeah. So right on. I like it. So yeah, I'm jazzed about this stuff. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's good. It's good. So yeah. So you look like you get pretty jazzed up, happy guy. So talk to me about like some time where you don't have to say what it was, but let's say you just got stuck in a rut. It was looking bad. How'd you get yourself out of that and turn things around? You know, I'll tell you. My my biggest downfall. As I've always been this giving and generous guy my whole life. Uh, but on the receiving side of things, most of my life, I have totally sucked at it. I, I am, because like when people say, you know, oh, Cap, no, thanks so much. And I mean, I really appreciate you, what you've done for me. What can I do for you? I'm like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. You don't need to do nothing for me. Or, or on the other end of that, I mean, like, God forbid that I would actually reach out and, and like proactively ask for help from other people. Because, you know, I mean, I'm a giving guy, and I don't want to be perceived as a taker. I don't want people, you know, I don't want to bother people. I don't want to inconvenience people. And and that's how I've always been until, Tillman, thanks to Mr. Jesse Elder, who, um, you know, so, man, I I owe that guy so freaking much. I could get emotional <laughs> about this shit. <laughs> because I really battled with that for freaking years of this because and, and I know a lot of other entrepreneurs deal with this because they are giving and generous people and for I mean I, we, we really are not as good at receiving and we and we're, we're we don't ask for help and like myself included and and Jesse pointed out to me we got into a, a really in-depth conversation back in 2012 about this and he starts asking me he's like Kev he's like let me ask you something when you give to somebody else who really appreciates it. How does that make you feel? And I'm like, oh, I was like, that's the best feeling in the world. I was like, there is no feeling better than that, Jesse. And he's like, yeah, he's like, you're right. He's like, it is an incredible feeling. He's like, let me point something out. He's like, do you realize, Kevin, that by you not being just completely open to receiving from others, you are actually taking from them? And I'm like, what in the hell are you talking about? <laughs> because here's the deal. He's that you are depriving them from having that feeling that you just told me was the best feeling in the whole world. He's like, who are you to do that to them? And I'm just like, wow. I mean, talk about a different context, you know. Right. And and he's just like, Kevin, he's like giving and receiving. He's like, they're just different sides of the same coin. And you gotta get good at both. It's kind of like breathing. <laughs> if I were to ask you to perfect. <laughs> breathing in or breathing out, and you actually gave me an answer, I'd tell you, great, try doing only that and see how far you get. Right. You've got to do both, and you got to do both to make four mountains. And, uh, and so that's, that's definitely been my biggest downfall, my biggest challenge, if you will, 
And, and I, I work daily to, I mean, it's, it's an active work daily in my life and to just stay up and I, and uh, stay on top of that and be open to that and, uh, and just realize that like, you know what, I, I deserve this because I am a giving guy too and everybody around me knows that. And so, yeah. Yeah, you've been writing a lot about that recently on Facebook and with your email list. I wanted to compliment you, by the way. I don't, uh, and I don't really dish out compliments just to make people feel good. Um, it's not, you know. So your emails have uh, recently—they seem like they've really, really gone up a few notches. Yeah. Have you been yeah. focusing on getting better at, at writing or with email specifically, or am I just? Tuning into it, what's are you doing anything specific around that to get to get a lot better? Yeah, yeah, I have been getting some help with that, and just uh, you know, Jesse, like I said, I, I owe a lot to Jesse. I've got another guy, Travis, that's been helping me out, and just really, just like, just stop thinking so much about what I want to say, and just like what we're doing here, just have a conversation. Yep. Yeah. So that's very cool. I, I've definitely noticed you've been getting more prolific, and you've also been um, talking about this whole giving and receiving conundrum that many entrepreneurs seem to face and bump up against, right? So, yeah. well, dude, let's let's get to the origin stories. So we were talking about getting shit done here, and I would love it if you could tell everybody a little bit about why you're doing the work that you're doing now online, what brought you to this point, how you got started, and... Um, the tragic accident. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, I, uh, so it was, uh, I, I got out of the military. I was in, I graduated high school in 83. My, my father passed away in 81 when I was 16 and where I had planned to go to college and study business. Once mom became the sole income earner, uh, that was off the table. She wasn't going to be able to afford to pay for that. So I joined the army, uh, for four years. And, uh, after that, uh, I, I came back home to Seattle, and I still, I, I had this desire to be an entrepreneur, be a business owner, because when I was in high school, I was in this group called Future Business Leaders of America, and I kind of, I got the book, you know. And I was in that group. I didn't stick with it, but I was in the group. I was bored. Okay. <laughs> but I, I was there. Yeah. And so that was kind of like my first taste of it, and, and so I, I get back home from the Army, and I live up here in Seattle, and I'm talking with my best friend, Scott. I'm like, you know... I want to start a business, and I'm thinking in my mind, it takes money to start a business, so we better get some money together. I'm like, how do I get some money together? My friend Scott is like, well, she's got, go down to Fisherman's Terminal in Seattle, go hit the docks, get yourself a job on one of those fishing boats. Those guys make all kinds of money. And I'm like, all right, sounds good. And so I, I did that. I started hitting the docks, and, and come to find out the, that the captains of these fishing boats, they don't hire that way because it's br brutal work, and the way they usually hire is that the referral from somebody who already works on the boat that can tell their buddy the story of what it's like. They're like, man, this is no cakewalk and, and all that. Yeah. And uh, the long story short, this captain, he gives me a try. And he's like, Kevin, he's like, I'm a guy short. I need a guy. How fast can you get here? If you can get here, I'm going to give you a shot. And I was like, I'm down then. And so he gave me a shot. And like my whole thing, tell me, was like, I'm not going to let this guy down. And so I did. I worked my ass off, and and for seven years I did that job, uh, and it it was absolutely insane. Uh, I mean, you know, because uh, you we would work anywhere from 24 to 36 hours straight. You sleep for six hours. You get up. You do it again. 
Uh, you're working up in Alaska's Bering Sea, uh, you know, crazy, I mean, cold weather, high seas, 30, 40, 50 foot waves. Uh, I mean, half your job is just learning how to stay on this boat and stand up as it's rocking and rolling underneath you and, and get your work done, you know, and, uh, and, you, and you get accustomed to it over time, but it doesn't change the fact that the hours are insane, the weather is insane. Uh, the, I mean, just uh, crazy stuff that happens on those boats. I mean, you ever seen that show on Deadliest Catch on the Discovery Channel? That's exactly what it's like. And, uh, and I did that for seven years, from 88 until 95. Uh, in 95, we, uh, we were in just one heck of a storm. And it was th this was the kind of thing you only see in the movies. I mean, what was that movie? The Perfect Storm. That sure. was the one that was insane. I mean, that shit actually happens. You know, that was pretty extreme, uh, but still, I've been in some real shit storms in Alaska before, and this night, we were in one. And, and, and when you're in a storm like that trying to fish, my way of dealing with that was you don't have to look out at the horizon to look at the storm because you'll, that's freaking scary. You just concentrate on your job, get the catch onto the boat, let the skipper up in the wheelhouse, let him look on the big picture. He'll, he'll let you know what's going on. And, and I'm working away down there along with a couple other guys. And, and all of a sudden, we hear the skipper's thundering voice over the intercom. And he is like, Kevin, duck. And before I could react, we got hit broadside with this huge wall of water that just completely engulfed the boat, threw me all the way across that boat into the railing on the other side. And I hear, I on my video, you might say, but like this, I got this big old scar on my chin that was from that accident. I, I, I broke my fall with my face on the railing, oh. and uh, but if I had not done that, it would have thrown me a little bit higher. I'd have been right over the boat into the Bering Sea, and then that would have been it. I mean, because there's no way that the skipper would have turned that boat in around in time to save me. I would have been done right there. And so I'm really thankful I did not get thrown overboard. But when the water finally subsided, and I figured out what had happened. Yeah, I was pretty messed up. My my face was messed up. My front teeth, I, they were knocked out. One of my teeth was at such an angle, it, it sliced my tongue open and stuff, too. And so I had to go down to the engine room, get a file, and just file that tooth flat so it stopped cutting my teeth or my tongue. Wow. And uh, But uh, we, you know, I mean, that's when I decided, you know what? You've saved up enough money. <laughs> uh, finish out the contract, and you're done fishing. <laughs> Because up until then, tell me it was it was manly, it was cool, but then you know when you have an incident like that, you realize that you know what, um, you can really die up here, and it's you know it's not about putting my life on the line for a paycheck, and uh, and so that's when we uh, started our first business the next year, which was the cleaning and restoration business, uh, and 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 I and I had saved up over two hundred thousand dollars during that seven years. Which people will say, if I just had money, I could really be successful in business. Bullshit. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I still wasn't making money. So. <laughs> and I uh, uh, met Joe Polish, who taught me how to do some good direct response marketing. We turned that business around. Uh, then in 2000, started playing around on the internet because through Joe Polish, I had met a couple other guys, uh, Perry Marshall and Yannick Silver back sure. in 2000. And I was like, gosh, wouldn't it be cool if I could use the Internet to expand, you know, from a local business to and maybe even have a nationwide and, and a worldwide reach using the Internet. And so we started this butt ugly website called GetMoldSolutions.com. And I uh, got that making about 12000 a month. And then other people in the industry wanted me to like start, well, show me how you do that. 
So we started doing that. And what was and that called? Uh, GetMoldSolutions.com, the website, my original website. Yeah. Is, it, is it still around? Do you still use it? What's that? Are, are you, are you, is that site still up? Do you still use that? Or? It's still there. It's nice. Still there. Nice. It's, I don't do much with it these days. Yeah. It is still there. Uh, one ugly website. <laughs> but, you know, we got, we got that website producing 12000 a month, selling stuff like, you know, mold test kits, mold cleaning product. I created an informational product. Uh, we had multiple informational kind of products. You're a mold man. Yeah. Yep. Mold yep. It, man. And, you know, and that was all, you know, I mean, I, when, when people would find out what I would be doing, they were like, are you serious? Mold? That's kind of like watching the grass grow. I'm like, yeah, unless you got a mold problem, you're all about yeah. what I got. You know? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, that, you know, one of the points that you brought up there is really interesting. You know, just because you have a lot of money to invest in a business doesn't mean that's an advantage. And, um, and I, I always... You know, Telman and I, our philosophies have always been bootstrap it from the get-go because it forces you basically to be smart with your money and get right systems up and everything like that. And there's a great book on it uh, by, uh, by Damon John, The Power of Broke. And it really talks about like story after story like that. And so uh, I just like your opinion on that, you know, just because a lot, I think a lot of people out there, they're, you know, we get a lot of entrepreneurs that will listen and stuff. They're like, if I just had the financing, if I just had an angel investor or whatever it may be. So just why don't you, why don't you just talk about how that's actually could be a disadvantage and how to get around that and, and you know, sure. what, what your opinions are, are on all that. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been insane. You know, even having the two hundred thousand when I started that first business, you know, having money, it, it, it kind of, I suppose, it like not having money forces you to be uh, uh, what's our word, ingenuitive. It maybe forces you to figure stuff out yeah. because if you don't, you're not going to produce revenue. Right. And and uh, you know, and it, it forces you to figure out how to be of value to other people. And and so for me, you know, being able to figure that out, how I can be of value and how I can be of service to somebody, that's far more valuable, you know, than, than just having some money in the bank account. And, and like, you know, I don't have, I've never had the experience of having somebody give me financing or raising capital or anything like that. Although I've talked with a lot of people who have, and said that as soon as they raised the capital, their business totally changed, and uh, and uh, that they could not. I mean, they, they, their role in their business totally changed, and now it was all about being responsible to those shareholders. Now, yeah. That and like everything totally changed. Where you know, and so I, I you know, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, um, but I, I kind of like it the way. That you guys do it, Carrie. Like you just said, bootstrapping it, figuring it out, figuring out how do I be of value? How do I put something together that people want to compensate me for because it's worth more in their mind than what I'm charging for it? And we can figure out how to do that. And if we can figure out how to then leverage that, um, you know what? We can create a pretty damn good income for ourselves. And like, shit, tell me, you've been doing that for years. That's true. <laughs> That's true. No, yeah. It's a, it's a very basic idea, and it's it's incredibly, incredibly powerful. But most people don't think about money in terms of uh, you know a, a byproduct of creating value, or maybe the term or the concept value is too amorphous or vague until you've experienced it. I know that when I used to read business books that would talk about 
adding value, it sounded like somebody blowing smoke. It, somebody, it sounded like people were just flapping their gums saying the buzzword of the week, you know, and I didn't get it. I didn't understand that. But it is really important. So in terms of how you get paid, not practically speaking, but how one gets paid, how a business generates money, how a business generates revenue, you know, the way I like to look at that is it's as in direct proportion to your effectiveness and efficiency at helping more people, right? And the more effective, the more efficient you get at helping more people, you get paid as byproduct of that. But in your business, do you look at it the same way or do you have a different philosophy about money or how one gen actually goes about generating revenue and using this sure. connector philosophy? So I think you know, there's definitely the piece that you just talked about, Kelman, is, is being able to, you know, so through, through information, you know, whether that's informational products or you know, whatever that looks like to be, that, that we're sharing our experiences and our knowledge with other people who can benefit from it and getting compensated for that. And, and then, of course, leveraging that, you know, whether it's through whatever, whether it's, I mean, you know, like Joe Polish is an example. I mean, my gosh, he's doggone 25K group, which when, I mean, when I first joined that nine years ago, I think there was 30 people in it. Now there's, I don't know, 250, 260? Yeah, and I think they're about 250, 260 from out here, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they talk about leverage, you know. I mean, Joe, and, and check this out, he's got a 100K group now, yeah. which, which he... I mean, they, there were people that were telling him for a while, oh, you should do a 100K group. And he's like, my gosh, I can't do that. What the heck would I offer those people? Well, all, all it was, Kelman, is it was, the, the, it was the, the, the investment for entry is all it needed to be. It was the, the fact that the person who would invest 100K, it wasn't about Joe. It was about just bringing those people together. Yeah. And I, I don't know how many people he's got in there, but I think he's got somewhere around 20 or 15 people in that 100K group. And it wasn't that Joe had to do anything different. It was just yeah. who he attracted and that they had respect for Joe and what he's already done. And he's like, they trusted him to cheer a good group. That's what they trusted Joe to do. Yeah. And, and it's not about what's Joe going to give them. It's because he has the ability to bring that group together. That's, where, that's why he got paid. And there's all kinds of ways we can get compensated for stuff like that and connecting people. And, and so I, I get, you know, um, now I get paid too for making connections. And so, you know, some of those connections I make that like, you know, people who have sets of magic or abilities or skill sets that they do that they're just absolutely brilliant at that, that when they can, when I can couple them with somebody who needs that and who can afford to pay for that, and it's going to get the benefit of that. Well, that's kind of a match made in heaven. And, I, and all I got to say is that, you know, I'm having a conversation with somebody like that. I see, oh, my gosh, Travis could help this guy, John. Do you know Travis, John? No, I don't have a clue who he is. You know what? He's the guy you need to talk to. And I feel that way. But let me make sure. Let me talk with him and make sure he feels that way. And if he does, I'm going to hook you guys up. And cool. so, so now... I talked to Travis, and sure enough, he starts looking at John's stuff. And he's like, oh, man, Kevin, this is right in my wheelhouse. I can totally help John. And, and by the way, Kevin, you know, we, we got our standard agreement. If, if John becomes a client, I give you 10% of whatever I bill it. And, and at, at the level that they're playing business, that's a substantial amount of money. It's, we're not talking chump change here. We're talking, I mean, because what Travis has to offer is extremely valuable to a guy like John who's going to, like, take, I mean, it's, it's going to be a big win for both of them. 
And, and so I just looked at those kind of opportunities. And I don't, like I said, I don't make the introductions because I'm getting compensated by Travis. Right. I'm making the introduction because I like both of those guys and there's just a perfect match there. And so, so that, you know, on those kind of things there, um, you can have some pretty doggone nice paydays. I mean, especially that you find yourself going up the ladder further and further and further, and then you become known in those circles for that guy being that guy. People just start reaching out to you, you know? Right. And, uh, I mean, not too long ago, I got uh, reached out to by, by somebody in the Miami Marlins organization. And, I mean, I'm not a baseball guy. I'm not even a baseball fan. I love football, but I don't follow baseball. And, and this guy called me up on my cell phone. He's all apologetic. And he introduces himself. His name was Rob. And he's like, Kevin, I hope you don't mind me calling. But my friend gave me your number. He says, because this guy, Kevin, he, like, knows everybody. He's like, you should just talk with me. And, and they were looking for a sponsor for the Miami Marvin Stadium down there in Florida. And he's like, Kevin, I just wanted to run this by you. And I, I don't know if you know anybody. But I was like, well, you know what? I don't know either. I'll just reach out to a few people. And, and within a couple of days, I had made two connections for him. They didn't go anywhere, but, you know, he was just like, holy cow. You, you, I mean, the fact that I made two connections for him um, that quickly, he was like, Kevin, do you mind if I keep your number? Because there's other stuff. <laughs> and, 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 you know, that alone, whether anything comes from it or not, that's not my, that's not my role. That's, I, that's not my concern. I'm just connecting people who I feel something will come from. And a lot of times it does happen. And, and, and when the right ones happen, then I get, and like, you know, the, the Miami Marlins guy, he told me if you, if you make a connection that leads, there was definitely money in there for me if I made a connection that led somewhere, you know? <laughs> so, so, uh, so yeah, there's both sides of the coin. We can get paid and compensated for our expertise, our experience, our, our knowledge, our abilities, and, and how we can help other people. And then there's this other piece too, that is kind of like, you know, quite honestly, for me, that's becoming the much bigger piece now of just making these introductions. And, and you start moving up higher the ladder and, and figuring out how I can be of service to people in that way, too. And so there's both pieces of it. Right on, right on. So do you have anything, you know, you, you seem like a pretty fired up guy, pretty motivated, do things on a high level here. What, do you have certain things that you do every day to keep yourself honed in? Yeah, um, I have I have conversations every day, and, and my goal in those conversations is to find out what's somebody's big opportunity they're trying to take advantage of, or what's the big challenge they're trying to solve. And, and I'm just back down to the conversations for you yep. and, and finding ways yep. to help people. Yep, that's it, and that's how I just continually like you know improve uh, at what I do and just get better at it just by doing it. And, and then making introductions where it makes sense and just honing that skill in and figuring out how I can be of service to that person and then just like remaining completely humble too, you know? And, uh, and uh, I mean, I just had a call earlier with a gentleman that he would just kept doing the same thing. He's like, Kevin, he's like, you know, um, what, you know, um, asking me, what uh, can he do to help me, you know? Yep. And, and, and you know what? And I, being like the, the having the challenge with that, uh, I just told him. I said, you know what? I, I I don't have a good answer for you right now, but I don't want to shut you down either. I said, so is, if it's okay with you, could I, if, if when I do have a good answer, can I just get back with you on that? Because <laughs> yeah. the last thing I want to do is just shut him down and say, no, I'm good, I'm good. I, I want I know better than that now. 
And so, so if I don't have a good answer, that's what I'll do. And just leave the door open, you know. And, and so now, because we have done that, that door is open. And when I do reach back out to him, if I come up with something, he's going to take my call. He's going he's gonna to be like, oh, great to hear. I mean, the door's open. And he wants to do that. He wants to have the experience of helping me because I've helped him. And so, so I mean, yeah, I mean, I just, I just do what I teach. That's all I do, Terry. I just do what I teach and, and, and realize that I will never, ever figure it all out. I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly, and i got to stay at the top of my game. And I want to keep figuring more stuff out and keep having more experiences so that I can in turn share that with the people that I serve so that they too can benefit from that. Right on. Right. So, Kevin, let's talk a little bit in the last few minutes here about what, uh, what it is you're doing for entrepreneurs today and where people can find out a little bit more about you. Like, How do you teach people how to do this? How do people check out your stuff and get on your list so that they can they can learn more about your whole connection process? Sure, uh, they can go to partnershipplaybook.com, and uh, we're we're like I'm updating that that page uh, right now. We're we're putting a new tool up there called the uh, the the relationship capital scorecard, oh, and cool. uh, and that that's just gonna it's like a self assessment tool for somebody. And, and the whole purpose is not to make anybody feel bad. It's just to come, let them do a self-assessment of like, okay, where am I at right here, right now, today? And, yeah. and it, you know, to come up with a number, because now all that is, that's a benchmark that now we can move forward from, and you can improve upon. And and uh, you know, and, and knowing where you're at right now, because see, here's the most thing, you know, over and above your experience and your integrity, the most valuable asset we possess is our network. Our network of influences, and and most, especially as entrepreneurs, you know, uh, most entrepreneurs, business owners, they're so busy running their business, they don't have time to network the way they want to, or they've had a bad experience with it, which so many people have, and they're like, oh, that networking stuff is ridiculous, it's for the birds, it doesn't work, and 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 I totally get it, uh, but and, and I get if they've had a bad experience. Because uh, that you know all the stuff that you and I've been talking about, that has not been their experience. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> They've had a different experience. Like, <laughs> right, exactly. Kind of sucks, you know. <laughs> and uh, but when you when you're when you're doing it the right way and you're doing it with the right people, the experience is totally different, and right. uh, and you can exponentially grow your business. And so yeah, I mean like we start with that relationship capital scorecard. Where are you at right now? And, and then I just show you how to improve upon that and, and how to get to where you really want to go, how to get, how to connect, communicate, and collaborate in a very intentional way so that you can be of service to others first that then basically endears them to you and just makes them want to help you. It's kind of, you know, like, I mean, one of my longtime heroes has been this guy, Alex Mendoza. Oh, and yeah. I was emailing with Alex yesterday yeah and and you know what's interesting is like i have i mean i met him in person briefly uh last year uh, but i've never had like a close relationship i bought his teleseminar secrets course years ago nice uh, i don't know him personally but yet this morning on my phone i get a text from alex saying hey kevin alex mendoza here i see you're going to be in phoenix at the meeting this week 
Bill Harris and I have been talking. He won't stop talking about you, and I would really love to spend some time and get to know you better. And I'm like thinking, how cool is that? You know, Alex has been one of my heroes for years. And now here he is reaching out to me, wanting to just hang out. And I'm like, yeah, I think I can make some time for that. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, I was, it was funny because I was just going to say, hey, dude, I'd be happy to introduce you because it's, it, it, that's a really interesting story. Um, I, I went through the original Teleseminar Secrets class, and that, that's how I met Alex. And so there's a whole saga behind that. But yeah, yeah, Alex taught me a ton of stuff, too. Um, so I'm glad you got a chance to connect with him. And Bill Harris is also on. We totally should interview Bill Harris for Get Shit Done, Kerry. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. And Alex, for that matter. Yeah, definitely. Great, definitely. Great, great suggestions, Kevin. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, any final words on getting people to get better, to connect with more folks? What, would, what are your suggestions, final words and suggestions in order to get people moving? You know, so we, we, we told them about the school. Definitely go to the website. Get the, get the Relationship Capital Scorecard. Um, I've got a training that we offer online. Uh, that, that website, I, one more time? Uh, PartnershipPlaybook.com. PartnershipPlaybook.com. Uh, PartnershipPlaybook.com, yep. And uh, they can get that scorecard. Uh, they can go through that initial online training. Uh, and then if what we share there resonates with you, if it makes sense, if you feel like, yep, this guy, Kevin, yep, he's the real deal and he can help me, I'd like to get his help, then hey, let's, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. And, and you know, I'm... I'm I, I don't do the high-pressure sales pitch because the last thing I want to do is attract people who ain't a right fit and who are not on board right. and, and uh, with everything we've been talking about. you know. And, if it, and for them, it's, it's all about the money. I don't really care about other people. I just want to make a bunch of money. We're definitely not a right fit because you got to be about service. you got to understand right. that the way you are going to get you know, a great income and going to be compensated really well is by being of service to others. And when you are that way, um, the income will, it'll take care of itself. It'll take care of it. And I can just give you the structure to be able to do that. And I can tell you guys from experience that Kevin's training is absolutely excellent. At very least, get on his email list and pay attention to everything he does. Super smart guy. Kevin, thank you so much. Great podcast interview. Much appreciated. My pleasure. My pleasure, you guys. It was a great time. Glad I could be here with you. Partnershipplaybook.com. Go there now. Carrie, <laughs> thank you so much for being a kick-ass, get-shit-done co-host, as always. You got it. And we will see you all on the next Get Shit Done. Want to get more shit done in your life? Go to GetShitDone.com and enter your name and email.